All we need is a puck drop and release the Hounds. Eller for the draw. And as the puck drops, the words that DC fans have been waiting to hear since 1974, the Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions. It's not a dream. It's not a desert mirage. It's Lord Stanley, and he is coming to Washington. Welcome into the podcast formerly known as Defeat the Curse. It has happened. The curse has been defeated. Us four donkeys are going to take all credit for it because a year ago we sat here and said it's not possible. We are be- we are the tormented fans of Washington, D.C., and one short year later, it has been defeated. The curse has fallen. We are champions. The Capitals have done it. I, I still am in shock. I'm in shock to see pictures of downtown D.C., I can't believe that that is my city where I've lived, not literally, but grown up my entire life. I can't believe this has happened. This is a a feeling that I can't explain completely, you know, but I just keep thinking to myself, this is what it feels like to be on the other side of history when it, when everything seems to go our way. It's, it's awesome. I, I truly can't get enough of it. I can't turn the TV off. I can't turn the radio off. I can't turn Twitter off. I can't believe this has actually happened. Boys, we are champions, and no one can take that away from us. It's It has ended. The curse has been defeated. Let's go around the horn here and just get raw reaction to what we saw. We'll do a recap show at some point over the weekend. That's not this show. This show is about the raw emotion of this moment and what it means for our city. So, Let's go Stevie first, we'll go FP and then LP. And everyone listening, we know if you're out there rioting, be safe. If you're not, just keep listening. We can't believe that this has happened, but more importantly, we're all we're all witnesses to it. Stevie, you watched the game, you were downtown. What did you see? What did you feel? Where are you at right now? It's incredible. I uh I, I, I'm rarely at a loss for words, and I'm at a loss for words. I mean, this is uh, this is not going to be an X's and O's show. I, I hope it's not. I'm, not. I'm not prepared to do X's and O's. What I, uh, uh, you know, it's it's just an incredible feeling that I've never felt before. So I don't know what this is supposed to feel like. So, um, congratulations to the whole city. I mean, to be honest. It's, it's not about me. And to be honest, it's not about you guys either. It's really about those Capitals fans that have been so loyal to this team for so many years that have suffered through so many, um, you know, heartaches and stuff where, where you know, I, I'm a pretty casual fan. But there are some diehards in this, this city. And, and I think some more diehards were born uh, tonight and over the last couple of weeks. So that's what really what this is about. FP, let's go to you. Where are you at? How are you feeling? I'm I'm just in utter disbelief that the win actually happened. And not to get into the X's and O's, but watching that game, there was a lot of emotional roller coaster and it was amplified and 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 that much more evident when you're there at a viewing party in DC and you can see the crowd's emotions go up and down and then just freak out at a goal and do everything that a championship city should be doing at a game of this 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 level and and it's the only thing i can think of right now is we all became sport fans and redskin fans because we grew up right after the redskins got their championship more lp and i you guys are a little older but that kind of kick-started everything right it kick-started 
being a fan, and I'm just thinking right now about how many more hockey fans and DC sport fans DC is getting tonight. I mean, we you literally just created a whole new generation of, of sport fans and hockey fans, and it's it's unreal that it just happened in this city. I agree with you a thousand percent, and we're going to pick that apart in just a second. But let's go LP first. LP, it happened. We are champions. What are you thinking right now? I am literally driving with FP past Cap One Arena, seeing the fans outside. I asked FP to pinch my cheek because I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Like I feel like someone. I'm going to wake up tomorrow, and they're going to say after further review, Game Six is on, <laughs> and the the Caps are going to lose. Like I don't know. I I, I don't know how I feel. Like, I feel like this is a, a a dream that I'm in. I don't feel like this is reality. I. I've lived my whole life, you know, I was four years old or five years old when the Redskins won the, the Super Bowl. And, you know, obviously at that age, I didn't know anything. So I, I've never felt this, this, uh, this feeling of victory before. Uh, it's an amazing feeling. I think it's huge for the city. It's, you know, it's larger than the city. It's all of the Northern Virginians who are loyal fans to the Caps. We, we all see those coworkers who, um, are wearing Caps jerseys every every day of the week for the past two weeks, and um, it's just an amazing feeling. I I don't know how to explain it. So you know, I'm seeing quite a bit on Twitter. A lot of people talk about bandwagon this, bandwagon that. You know, let me just give you my two cents here on that. I don't. Everyone's welcome. I, I don't care if you've been a fan for five years, five minutes, or fifty years. Everyone's welcome. There's something unique about hockey. Hockey for pretty much everyone in America is a distant fourth sport, meaning that you, if you grew up in a football town or with a professional team, you grew up cheering for that team. With a, with a baseball team, for sure, you grew up cheering for that team. With a basketball team, you probably cheered for that team. Hockey was the sport that, yeah, you had a hometown team, but maybe you weren't super loyal. You probably never went to a game. So when you move to a different city, especially a hockey city, which D.C., I'm, I'm, I'm happy to report, is becoming one, Maybe that maybe we are one as of tonight. It's okay for people not from DC to chair for the for the Capitals. We see it all over the place. People have adopted this team, and I for one, I don't care, and I'm I'm super thrilled that there's a whole bunch of people not from DC cheering with us tonight. I can't get over the pictures of downtown. I can't get over how many people are actually out there celebrating. I can't get over how many people, you know, tried to click a button to get tickets to watch the game on a TV screen in Cap One. This is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. And we alluded to it, and Steve actually touched on it too. Steve, you've been in Nats Park for the last four years when we, or whenever it was, when we play the last game of the season and there's that feeling of just despair and miserable, like all of that hard work all season long, we get bounced. There is no comparison to this, obviously, and we don't want to compare it. But it, there's no, like, I can't put into words how this feels compared to that. I don't want to talk about the Redskins. I don't want to talk about the Bullets. I don't want to talk about the anything else except well, the Capitals you know, the, and what the they've crazy, accomplished. The crazy part is, and this is the part that none of us are used to, is the celebration doesn't end. We'll talk about this tomorrow, next week, the week after. This will carry us probably, like, like what's training camp? What's off-season this and that? What are, what are the, the pointless games for the Nationals for the next month? This is really like like the celebration doesn't end, and we've never got to an experience a celebration that never ended. We've always been cut short. 
and nobody knows what to do. Like who, who wants to go to work tomorrow? Who wants to do anything except just drink and be in the streets and cheer each other and, and, and chant caps, caps, caps on the portrait gallery steps. I mean, that's all everybody wants to do right now. And it's insane. Like even the cops that were standing next to us at the viewing party, they were chanting, they were into the game. They were fans just like the rest of us. They didn't even want to be cops at that moment. And it's, it's, this city has been, uh, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. You this, know we we needed anymore. this, right? There's no, there's no Republicans or Democrats in, in DC right now. We, there's we, just caps fans, baby, we, everywhere. Well, we, we needed this desperately. And you know, now I'm, I'm, uh, it's kind of starting to hit me and I'm kind of taking it all in, being on the phone right now, finally looking at Twitter. And you know what I kind of underestimated over the last couple of weeks is just how likable and lovable this team is. I mean, looking at Ovi's reactions to every goal during these it's last couple of games. I mean, he's like a six-year-old kid. He's, he's so human. Like my son watching these games. Yeah. Seeing him celebrate with the Cup is incredible. Seeing DSP, a guy who scored seven goals all season, score seven goals in the playoffs. I mean, how can you not love these guys? Look at Kuzi with the, the Birdman celebration. Look at Holpi, a guy who got benched and now comes back and has become either, you know unstoppable and goes on this kind of incredible streak. I mean, this team is not just good. This team did not just win. They captured our hearts, and they are a lovable team. They're not – and I know, I know, you guys are bigger Wizards fans than me. The Wizards are not a likable <laughs> They're not. You're right. You're right. They're not likable. And and the Nationals and and Bryce Harper is kind of their superstar. So it's debatable whether or not he's a likable superstar. But this team, there's no debate. This is a likable, lovable team that has captured the heart of this city. Um, And and that's really the, the treat watching them hoist the cup tonight is because these are good guys. And, and what a great lesson in just resilience that these guys just keep on fighting and fighting, even come down from 3-2 back, you know, just come back from 3-2, you know, in the third period. It was incredible the way they fought back. They just continued to fight. They just believed and they felt like they were destined to win it. And it, it just showed, it really just showed. And then they got contributions from every guy. It wasn't just superstars. It wasn't just Obi, like I said. DSP, uh, Veronin, uh, uh, Connolly was playing well. I mean, all of these guys stepped in. All these different lines stepped in. So, incredible, incredible team. I'll tell you what, uh, something I observed today. In a regular, uh, like a Redskins or a Wizards or even a Nats, any pick your team anywhere in D.C., where there's a closeout game and we're down 3-2, everyone is nervous. Today, I looked around at 3-2. FP, myself, and Steve are the only nervous people in the crowd. Everyone was calm and had confidence in the team, and this team made it happen. It was incredible to see. Like, there was something different in the air about this team and this year, and I think we all saw it starting with that Pittsburgh series, maybe even from Columbus. I agree with you 100% on that, too. We knew that there was something different. You know, I don't want to just call it puck luck because they played their asses off and they earned this win 100%. And no one's going to take that away from them. No one's going to take that away from us. You look at this game and we can do at some point this weekend when this all, you know, marinates a little bit, we'll do a recap show. We'll have one of our uh, our partners or, or comrades out from, uh, from Vegas on to kind of talk about the X's and O's of the series and put a bow on it. But I'll tell you, watching this, I, I, you know, I, I would disagree a little bit. I wasn't comfortable. I, I knew that there was going to be nerves coming out. You know, the pressure's on Vegas, but I felt like coming out of the shoot, you know, and FP talked about this, 
just weather the storm, get through the first 10 minutes, and close out the period. They they really didn't do a very good job in the first 10, and they didn't do a good job weathering the storm. And, you know, I'll tell you, in the third frame, when there's two minutes on the clock and then the clock just stops running, the first thing that, that popped into my head was, he, here it is. This is where we get screwed. This is the curse. Somehow that we're going to end up with four minutes. They're going to tie it. We're going to go to overtime, and something terrible is going to happen. I went immediately into panic mode myself. But, you know... You can't take it away from him. And to see Ovi, I just want to touch on this, what Steve said, to see Ovi hold and hoist that cup, the like I could feel the emotion through a screen. I can't imagine what he's feeling. I'm so happy for him. These guys are infinitely more likable than any of the other sports team um any of the other athletes in town maybe there's a few on each team that you know that we can all get up for and kind of support but this entire team the city has rallied around them there's something for everybody on this team this is a special moment i can't wait for the parade myself i can't wait to take my kids and and to explain to them that they were alive and witness a championship in washington dc but even if you know nothing about sports which is the vast majority of people that we work with talk to on a daily basis go to church with whatever Everybody is consumed by this, and if there's a city in the world that deserves it, and a city in the world that 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 needs this type of glue and 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 something to bring us all back together, and not to get into politics, but but damn, we needed this win. I am so excited. I I can't get. I'm telling you, just go on Twitter and and type in the hashtag search all caps. Look at the city. Look at this city. This is our city. This was Cleveland a few years back, and I couldn't get enough of it then to see to see celebrations when LeBron does the unthinkable and beats the Warriors and brings a championship after 46 years. And thank God we didn't have to wait 46 years. Our our wait was was different and miserable in its own way, but it's over. We are champions, you know, and, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. We know that the curse is now defeated. We can change the podcast. I don't even care if we keep doing shows, to be honest. Mission accomplished for the four of us. But looking ahead, we may go from no championships in the four major sports within in the last 26 years to two championships. If this rubs off and the mojo keeps going with the Nats, the jinx is dead. We can talk about it openly now. This team in large, with, with the exception of Trotz, DSP, and I think one more player, they're largely intact. Who knows if they'll be good enough to make another run. But there's just something different. I love this vibe. I love talking. Now, now we can talk from a position of being winners, which we've never been able to do before. You know, what do you, how do you do that? I don't. We don't. We're gonna have to learn on the fly, right? I mean, we're gonna have to learn on the fly. But you can't tell me that that the way Mad Max has rallied around the Nats have rallied around the Caps that this isn't gonna have a positive effect on them. I can only imagine where wherever they are that they're watching and celebrating and like yeah yeah maybe the curse isn't a real thing in the fourth dimension and all that nonsense and whatever. But this is gonna have a lasting impact. I love what FP said. Everyone's this this impact everyone. And I, for one, I, I'm, I just I can't get enough of it. Like, I don't, you know, I mean, I'm looking back here. I'm reflecting over the last five or six weeks. We've seen, you know, the Nats go up and down. The the Redskins have a draft. We've seen the, the um, we've, we, whatever happened with the Wizards getting bounced in the first round. And then we had the Caps, and it was this, you know, it was going to be this terrible ending story, losing in the first round to Columbus. And look at where we are now, you know, essentially six or seven Whoa. weeks later. It's incredible. I actually wanted to touch on that. What makes this victory so much sweeter for, let's let's say, the diehard Caps fans? Of course, the Stanley Cup in and of itself is is the sweetest, but it's the path that we took to get here. And every demon that has ever been uh, an issue with this team, we've overcome. I mean, down two to Columbus, everybody wanted Trotz fired, and then you go to Pittsburgh, 
and you get past Pittsburgh, and then you get your game seven on the road against Tampa, and then you're up 3-1, and everybody this week was like, oh, well, we've blown 3-1 leads before. You got your win going up 3-1. I mean, every demon this team has ever had that Ovi has ever had to deal with has been passed. We, we, the toughest road the Caps specifically could have been on, we were on, and we got to the end of it. That's what makes this victory so much sweeter. And Ovi himself, you guys need to understand, we just witnessed history where a Hall of Fame all-time great hockey player got his first trophy. We saw the, the, the Peyton Manning, the Tom Brady, the Drew Brees, whatever quarterback you want to equate this to, the guy that went down in history as being the all-time great now has his trophy to go with it, and he will be going down in the books as literally it's going to be like Wayne Gretzky and who's the next most talked about in, in this city? Ovi. Like, it's, it's got big of a deal and that big of a name now. One thing that we haven't even uh, thought about or talked about that's been completely under-talked about is the fact that um, Grubauer was pulled in the playoffs. I mean, hopefully did not start the playoffs. And to see what uh, he's come out to do through these four series has been absolutely incredible from the mental toughness to know that I was the number one guy and I was pulled and I'm no longer the number one guy. And then to come out and make the crazy saves like in the series in the game two and to make the saves like he did today, it's just absolutely incredible. You're 100% right, and he, it's not like he had a spectacular regular season either. you got to remember, let's go back in time here. There wasn't a lot of expectation from this Capitals team. They, they made a lot of off-season moves. They, they, they semi-blew it up. They changed things up. We weren't expected to be uh, – we weren't expected to really challenge for the top seed in the East. We weren't – like there was a lot of unknowns going in. Trotz was tinkering with the, with the lines. He was There was so many things – I don't want to say they were working against the Caps, but I don't think anybody in their right mind looked at this roster of people and said – they're gonna be. They're gonna challenge in the Eastern Conference, and they're gonna make a run to the Stanley Cup. You know, it's it's similar to it's similar to what you know happened. I think in Vegas, and I don't want to I don't want to miss that part of it either. I mean, Vegas had an incredible run themselves. What they've accomplished as a franchise team, like, and I I hope for their sake that that city continues to rally around their team because what they've done there is incredible. And you know, I'll tell you at the beginning of the of the of the game tonight. To see the concert on the floating stage outside the Bellagio, and like it was a spectacle. Like we are not going to outdo Vegas, and I think there was some of that that played into it. I, I found myself thinking, you know, like that's like uh, we're not that we're not that city, and this team is not that team. You know, they're going to come out. They're going to they're going to try to crush people. They're going to play fast. Hopefully, they play loose. And, and we see where you end up and and to play from behind to have leads and then and then essentially squander them not being able to hold like I don't know what you could have asked this team to do better than what they actually did and here we are again celebrating and, and a championship and in a couple hours from now or uh, I don't know how many but tomorrow morning they're gonna be landing at DCA and everyone's gonna be there like the city is literally gonna I think it's it's going to eat itself. Like, no one's going to work tomorrow. FP was 100%. And if you do, you're just going to be on Twitter wanting to partake more and more of this. So it's exciting. I, I'm I'm just lost for words. And, and Stevie, I, want, I just want to get your take on something here. Like, you know, switching gears just a, a second here to, to the Nationals. There isn't anything, obviously, that they can really take from this except that a team, a local team, is, is going to, you know, good mojo so to speak but looking at the nationals and looking at what they've been able to do going back four or five seasons now 
I mean, is there something here? I mean, could we go from having no titles in 26 years to having two in one year? Kind of, you know, Cleveland Cleveland had LeBron win them a trophy, and then and the um, and then the Indians challenge basically right Cleveland. after. So hey. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But Stevie, Stevie, we don't care about Cleveland. Stevie, can the Nats do it this year? Can we have two in the same year? <clears throat> I mean, don't 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 take my words for it. I'm, I'm on Twitter right now. Uh, Sean Doolittle says, seriously, the Capitals just showed us how it's done. They've had to hear a lot of the same questions we get when it comes to our postseason, and they just answered all of them. It's our turn. Hashtag one pursuit. Bryce tweeted out saying, I think it's fair for everyone in Nats Park tomorrow to rock the red. Congratulations to the Capitals. What a great thing for the city. Trey Turner said, amazing run by an amazing team. Now it's our turn. I mean, you, you get this vibe uh, of just now it's our turn. You know, way to go. And, and hey, maybe it was the Camels. You know, we haven't talked about the Camels at all. But, you know, they, they got over the hump. And so, I mean, the parallels, and I don't want to draw too many parallels, but the, the parallels between the Capitals and Nationals are very, very, very similar. I mean, you have, uh, uh, you know, this kind of this superstar in Ovi and, and Harper, somebody who's kind of never been able to get it done in the playoffs. You've got this great team, really likable guys, always have these just, you know, banging regular seasons. They just, you know, you know, easily dominate the regular season. They get to the playoffs and they seem to not be able to get over the hump. So the parallels are there and they are, you know, perfect, perfectly in line. And the way this team's playing ball, I mean, you know, they're 21 and six in the last 27 games. Uh, it's, it's, it's this season. And, and to be honest, knowing Bryce is a free agent, and we will get into all that later, but this could be the best shot this team has. And so this Capitals Stanley Cup, could be the perfect boost to a potentially um, perfect season. And, and, and you, the you last know what? thing I'll and, say. And if people, you know, I don't mean to cut you off, but if you look at these no. people, you know, if Nats Park is full and rowdy and crazy, the way the Cap the Cap One Arena has been for a, for a TV screen, I mean, that's got to have a positive impact. And not to say that Nats fans aren't, you know, diehard and committed themselves, but that that's where it rubs off, right? People like us, f- f- the fanatics in this town, you know, rocking the red and now switching from one team to another. Like, I think we actually can make a difference, and maybe we can have, you know, uh, you know, a true home field advantage when it comes to whatever sport it is. I don't care if it's a DC United, even. Like, I think this is the type of thing that will will uh, I, I think catapult fandom in general mm-hmm. across the city. But I didn't mean to cut you off. Bo- what, what was your last? What was no, your no, last no. Point? I was just gonna say bottom line, and then you kind of segued into a bottom line. Tonight, DC is a city of champions, and tonight. Everyone in D.C., whether you're from this area, whether you grew up in the city, whether you just moved here three weeks ago, you could be proud of this city. And that is hard. I mean, it's, it's not something we can say on a regular basis to be proud of this city. But tonight we are the city of champions and, and we are very proud of this city and very proud to be from D.C. LPFP, final thoughts. This city is crazy. I don't know if you guys were, have been hearing it, but people are still honking horns. I don't, think that, I don't think that's going to stop for a while. <laughs> that's going to carry on for a long time. I, uh, I'm i just dumbfounded. I don't know what to say. I just, I can't wait to get home, get on Twitter, get on CSN, turn on TV, watch all the celebrations. And I'm already debating if I should go to work tomorrow. And the answer is no, I'm not going to work tomorrow. There's no way I can concentrate. So... Solid debate. I mean, I'm so happy. Uh, guys, I, I really, I, 
I, I, I'm not sure if we're going to get a call from POTUS or from someone else to thank us for what we've done for DC uh, with a podcast running, you know, what, 110, 112 he's, episodes. He's going to be he's going to be in North Korea for the parade, Joe. Uh, but I feel I feel I, mean, I feel a phone call is necessary. I mean, we we've done the unthinkable. You know, who would have thought four donkeys had this kind of pull to, uh, you know, to, to reverse a curse in D.C. after all these years? I'm I'm still lost for words. I'm I'm so excited for the city. Stevie, did you have any final thoughts? No, no, no. Hey, DC is a city of champions. That's it. We are one Good step closer. We're one step closer to being Title Town, baby. We bring, we get two in the title same town, year. Hashtag Title Town. And wherever Will Bon is, I hope he hears this. I hope he eats every. I hope everyone makes him eat that minor league sports town bullshit that he was peddling a couple months back. You know he can eat it. You know we respect him for what he's what he's done uh, as a reporter for the Post and and his show and everything else. But he's not from here. Now I don't care how long you live here. If hey, that's still hey, your if that's hey. still your opinion, then sorry, you you just don't, don't get don't. it. Tonight, Joe. As far as brothers go, he's the past. DSP is the future. DSP, man, pay that pay that man <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know me, baby. Pay that man whatever he wants. <laughs> we are champions. We are champions, we are champions, and no one can take that away from us. For LP, for FP, for Stevie, my name is Joe. Thank you so much for listening. We have defeated the curse. Mission accomplished. Check back in with us in a few days. Let the celebrations continue. We are out.